Hey, hey, Astro fam. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about, I guess, three different things, but they all kind of, um, like, play off of one another. So they all kind of, like, flow together anyway, even though there may be three different, I guess, type of topics. Um, today, I really want to talk to you guys about, like, what I mean when I say, you know, living your truth. I want to go into detail about that. I want to talk about how you can tell the difference between like an intuitive message and, you know, just an ego-based message. Like basically, I'm going to tell you guys how to tell the difference between listening to your intuition, like what your intuition is actually telling you versus what your ego or your mind is telling you and how to tell the difference between um, those messages. And then I also want to go in and talk a little bit about angel numbers and how when you finally step into yourself and you're present in your being and you're really working on yourself and coming into your own, you know, awakened being, um, your guides will kind of start stepping in and start setting up signposts and different like synchronicities, usually with numbers to kind of get your attention and um, like lead you into you know, you're like destined sort of path. Um, <clears throat> so first, I guess first, I'm just going to start off with talking about what I mean exactly when I speak of, you know, living in your truth. Because I feel like a lot of the time I'll say these like terms. And if you're like new to this sort of like way of thinking and stuff, you might not really know what I'm talking about. Um, I've had some people in the past kind of message me asking me, you know, what I meant when I would say about grounding yourself, and I would then, you know, explain that to them, but <clears throat> I'm realizing that maybe sometimes people don't understand exactly what I mean when I say these things, so I just felt, you know, it'd be beneficial for me to sit here and kind of explain things to you guys, and um, I'm going to use my own, you know, personal life experiences to kind of um, use as like an example of you know, how, how much your reality can shift when you do start aligning with yourself and stepping into your truth rather than, um, you know, living for other people and <clears throat> making decisions more based out of fears rather than, you know, heartfelt sort of decisions. And just ahead of time, I want to apologize for my voice if I'm going to be clearing my throat or even like coughing at times. I'm getting over this like sickness, this cold or whatever that my kids had given to me and my voice is still like, I feel fine, but my voice is still a little shaky and, um, <clears throat> I do have a cough every now and then, but I have like a really delicious cup of coffee over here. So I'm hoping that'll just help keep it, you know, at bay <laughs> while I'm talking to you guys about all this. Um, so like I said, first I kind of wanted to go into, um, what it means to like live in your truth. And basically when I say that, <clears throat> I mainly mean, um, stepping out of like fear-based ways of doing things or conditioned ways of doing things and actually stepping into your power and like making choices that are for you and your highest good, like your, your best self basically you know, choices that are going to be made to help you transform and become the best version of yourself rather than staying limited and small to, um, 
benefit the people around you. Um, <clears throat> so just for an example, I'm going to talk to you guys about how my life has like significantly transformed since kind of just making decisions for myself rather than um, living for everyone else around me. Because most of my life, like the pretty much the first like half of my life, I really did just like kind of live my life for everybody else. I chose my career based on what other people wanted me to do, not what I wanted to do. I, you know, made decisions based on <clears throat> everyone else around me rather than what I felt I needed for myself. And it kind of led me astray for like, honestly, a long time until I kind of snapped out of that way of being and started making different choices that kind of have brought me to where I am now. So, um... I guess the main thing I'm just going to share about that can give you an example, I guess, of um, how not living in your truth, how how making decisions based on other people's expectations of you um, can not only, you know, harm yourself and like where you're trying to go in your life, but it also harms and hurts people around you that are involved in like the false narrative that you're writing as your life. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, um, for, I I'm just going to talk about, um, my ex-husband and, like, that relationship, I guess, because for a long portion of that relationship, I, like, wasn't living in my truth. I wasn't making decisions for me or anything. And, um, it really just affected, it started affecting who I was as a person and it was affecting everybody around me because, um... Everything that's within you is going to be outside of you as well. So if you feel very chaotic on the inside and you feel, uh, you know, a lot of fear and a lot of just like heavy sort of energy within yourself, your outer world is going to reflect that as well. Even if you're not conscious of it, you're creating, you are continuously creating the outer world around you. You are continuously manifesting. You are continuously bringing things into your reality and, you know, pushing things out of your reality at the same time. So when you're like making choices that aren't authentic to you and they're not choices that you specifically really want to make. You're kind of making them, you know, to please others or because you have a fear of, you know, being judged or whatever. It does. It completely creates like a chaotic atmosphere around you that just makes it even more difficult to get out of. <clears throat> so, um, my ex-husband and I were together for like seven years. Okay. We were only married one of those years. Um, but for a long portion of that relationship, like, the first couple years were, like, okay, but mainly within those first couple years, we were living, like, a not healthy lifestyle. We were, like, you know, living, like, sort of, like, a festy type of lifestyle where we were out just, like, having fun and partying all the time, like, literally for two years straight. That's all we did. That was our relationship. And, um, you know, something traumatic kind of happened to me in that time span, and... If you, you know, if you want to listen to that story, you can. It's the first, very first episode on this podcast um, where I talk about my awakening. Um, that's what I'm referring to you, to those of you that have listened to that episode. Like, that incident took place, basically, and it completely shifted me. That was, like, my first awakening, awakening. And it completely shifted me where I got us both out of, like, that sort of lifestyle because it just, it wasn't my truth. That, at that time, also was not me living in my truth. You know, I was, like making decisions based on what other people around me were saying was, like, good for me, 
you know, and it was harming me until I finally like got booted out of that. But I removed us from like that sort of lifestyle. And then progressively, you know, throughout the relationship after that point, um, I started kind of realizing that I maybe wasn't like as compatible with this person as I had thought because we were under like a lot of like substances at the time of like, you know, the fun part of our relationship. We were like abusing substances like repeatedly. So he wasn't really getting the real side of me. I wasn't getting the real version of him. And when we finally did like sober up and were like faced with each other, there was just a lot of like things that were not compatible. Like we just like as a friendship, it probably would have been fine, but like anything more than that for me, was just not compatible. And, um, I like knew this, but I had ended up, um, getting accidentally, you know, pregnant with my daughter. And I just made the decision, you know, that I felt I had to make to kind of stay together and make that relationship work. So for a good portion of that relationship, um, I continued to stay in it against my best judgment, you know, against my own feelings about what I needed in a relationship or what I needed like in life to be like fulfilled within you know that sort of way Um, I kept putting that on the back burner and ignoring that and just kind of living for everybody else okay and I got to the point where I started feeling you know really pressured to marry him not from him really all that much but from like my family it was mainly my family it was very pressuring in like me marrying him because it had been a whole issue with, you know, us not being married when I had my daughter. And so I had that hanging over me and I had a lot of pressure to like have another kid by like from friends and family. And I, you know, just kind of went along with that. And it just got to this point where I was like so deep in this story that I don't know. At one point, I just kind of took a step back and looked at it and was like, what am I doing? Like, I already know that all of this right now is just like not what I'm wanting. Like, I've been living and living and living for years, making all these decisions that were not based on anything that I wanted, but what everybody else told me I needed to do and what was expected of me and all so that I didn't have to disappoint anyone or hurt anyone or do anything bad to anybody. But the whole time I was like doing bad to myself. I was disrespecting myself. I was disrespecting my own needs, my own, you know, I was putting myself on the back burner as if I didn't matter. Okay. Because for a long time in my life, I was a very self-sacrificing type of person where like I would have willingly put myself on the back burner to do anything for anybody else. And I still am like that to an extent, but I have, you know, since coming into my own power and stepping into my own self and making decisions based on where I want to go, I have since kind of, well, maybe not even kind of, I've really, I feel like started to really love myself and put myself first above other people and not even in like a bad way, but I take my own feelings into consideration and my own desires into consideration before putting myself on the back burner for other people because I've realized now that it's healthy to care about yourself as much as you care about other people um back to my story basically I was very pressured to do all this stuff okay and I ended up marrying him you know we had another kid and honestly within a year of like being married to him I just I don't know something like snapped inside of me where I started just like feeling this pressure build up 
where it was like I couldn't avoid my needs any longer. I couldn't avoid or run away from what I had been running away from anymore. Like it was building up so much that I had to take action and start making my life into what I needed it to be for myself, even if that meant, you know, being judged and being hated and being talked about and being viewed in a certain manner. Okay, because I had been living my life so unhappily for like years and years and years. And, you know, my ex-husband knew that. Like I had told him so many different times, you know, like this isn't working for me. This isn't working for me, blah, 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 blah. But like nothing really changed ever in this situation because it just like physically couldn't. Like the things that I would have needed him to change, he like couldn't even change because they were like such core pieces of like his personality and things like it it was nothing wrong with him and there was nothing wrong with me we just didn't work so after a year you know or so of marriage I just couldn't avoid it anymore and I ended up getting out of that I started making decisions for myself I I really did face a lot of like judgment I still face judgment um, <clears throat> I still am really hard on myself at times, even for making that, that choice, not because I like regret it. Cause I, I 100% do not, but it's because I just feel like if I would have been honest with myself in the beginning, you know, when I started feeling these feelings and started feeling like, you know, this really isn't going to work and started feeling like, you know, started having these images sent to me of it's only me and my kids in the future and no, you know no person that I'm with right now. Like if I would have just listened to those feelings instead of, um, pushing them off and living for everybody else, I probably could have avoided like hurting him. I could have avoided, you know, taking family from my children. I could have avoided, you know, getting the backlash I got where people were like, well, why did you even marry him then? Why did you even do this? Da, 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 da. But like, you will never understand what it's like to, be in a position like that if you're not in a position like that yourself where like you would rather like please everybody else than please yourself and like maybe I shouldn't have married him and I shouldn't have gone along with what everybody wanted me to do but at that point in time I was not strong enough or mentally like even mentally strong enough to talk myself up to be like yeah yeah we got to do this it's like it all had to build up until I was like at my breaking point where I had to choose myself and I had to choose to live for myself. But I'm not kidding. The second I started stepping into my truth and I started living within my truth and I started making decisions based on what I wanted for myself and my children, the life I wanted for them, a life that felt, you know, more at peace, more at harmony, had a good flow to it that was, you know, true for me, that was also going to provide and take care of my children. Everything started falling into place once I started making those decisions, okay? I, you know, I left a relationship that wasn't working. I left my comfort zone and I stepped into a whole world of unknown where I really didn't know how anything was going to turn out. I had a lot of doubts. I was scared. I was nervous about things, but here I am seriously, like two years later, a little over two years later, and I am like living a life that I had only dreamed of years prior. Okay, like, <clears throat> since leaving that and stepping into my truth, I have become extremely, like, financially abundant. I get to do what I love for a living right now. Um, I have a home, a very stable home for my children and I. 
Um, I live in a great town where it's like has a good school district where I feel like my kids are safe. Um, I came into contact with my person, like my true soulmate. Like I met that person and had a whole other sort of awakening that connected me even deeper to spirit and helped me broaden my own gifts and brought me more in alignment with myself so that I can share all of these things with all of you now. You know, it's like ever since I started making those choices, nothing but good has come from it. Maybe at the time, like things seemed very iffy and it was scary and I didn't know where I was going, but the more I made choices that were in alignment with me and the more I made choices that <clears throat> reflected what I wanted out of life, not what everybody else wanted for me, the better my life became. So when I speak about, you know, living in your truth and making decisions based on, you know, heartfelt decisions rather than um, things that are fear-based or things that are imposed on you or things that you feel pressured to do even though you really don't want to do them because you know it's not like lining up for you. It's always going to pay off by choosing what feels true to you rather than what everyone else, you know, around you wants you to do. Um, because seriously, once you start stepping into alignment and you start finding yourself like that, <clears throat> it's going to grow your connection with yourself because you're going to start healing. You're going to start, you know, seeing other things about yourself that maybe you weren't aware of before and you're going to have the ability to like heal these things within yourself because you're living within your truth. You know what I mean? You're going to start feeling better about yourself. You're going to start feeling better about where you're at rather than, you know, feeling like you're just living this life that's for everyone else rather than yourself. Um, <clears throat> and once you come into, you know, that alignment with yourself as well, you're going to connect even deeper with your spiritual guides. Okay the light team around you, the team around you that's helping you navigate through this like ridiculous game that we all play, that we came here and agreed to play. And um, once you get into contact with them as well, you're going to start seeing, you're going to start noticing frequently just certain maybe numbers popping up around you or just certain um, things that make you feel a type of way or you just feel intuitively are like a message for you. Um, you have like your typical angel numbers, which are just like repeating numbers. And I'm sure the most, you know, famous angel number is like 1111, you know, like, ooh, make a wish, it's 1111. But seriously, 1111 is about like being very conscious of what you're thinking at the time that you see that number, okay? You have to be consciously aware of what you're thinking. Is it positive? Is it negative? Because Anything you're thinking is manifesting rapidly in your life, okay? Whatever you're thinking and feeling is coming to you very quickly, and it's, like, materializing in your life. So if you're, like, say you see 1111 and you're, like, kind of in, like, a lower vibration and you're, like, thinking negatively about things and you're doubting things and you're just being really, like, full of fear and just ridiculous things that aren't really true, that is what's going to start manifesting in your life where if you are conscious of that and you like start realizing oh you know i'm thinking like this again and you flip it and you kind of transmute that sort of like negative thinking into a more positive way of thinking or a more um i don't even know just a more 
open way of thinking, I guess, where anything is possible, where you're not just like thinking like, oh, that's never going to work out. Da, 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 da. Instead, you're thinking, well, yeah, that could totally work out, especially if I do this or this or this. Once you start like opening up your mind to different possibilities and you look at things rather than, you know, why is this happening to me and transmuting that into what is this doing for me? How is this benefiting me? You can shift your whole perspective, and when you shift your whole perspective, your reality will shift, okay? And that's what angel numbers are kind of there for. Whenever you start seeing, you know, repeating numbers sent to you continuously, um, there's actually a, a website I'm going to give you guys to look at, too. I'm going to mention it here. You might actually want to just look it up on, I have it saved in my stuff, but you might want to just look it up on, like, Google or something, but... It's a um, like an online sort of like angel number encyclopedia type of thing where it's made, but it's called Joanne Sacred Scribes Angel Numbers. And if you type that into Google, it should bring up the page for you. And you can type in like any, you know, repeating number that you're seeing over and over again. And <coughs> it will give you clarity on maybe what like your guides are trying to tell you. Like there are certain numbers that my guides send to me a lot. Okay. And a lot of them have to do with, um, just having faith and trusting that everything I'm working towards is going to work out in its best way possible, okay? And that I also need to accept and just kind of go with the flow of the changes taking place in my life because they're all guiding and directing me towards where I, like, want and need to be. And that's a lot of the numbers that get sent to me um, on a almost daily basis because I do have a very strong problem with um, keeping my faith and not falling into a pattern of doubt because I, I do get faced with that a lot like I things are on such a different vibration okay like a lot of the things we want they're they're there for us okay they're there waiting for us but we have to take the steps needed to like go get them okay that's part of co-creating with the universe that's part of manifesting like you can't just sit there and dream about it you have to take the steps needed to go get that thing that you're wanting to bring into your life and sometimes we take those steps and it doesn't come in as fast as we think it is and we start to get discouraged or you know fall into like ways of doubt and I do have that problem so my guides are continuously sending me like these certain numbers that literally just have that vibration all the time and they do cut back once I'm like back in my power at times where I'm like yeah 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 I got this like everything's cool I got this you know I got nothing to worry about like everything's working out I know it is I can feel it like things feel good they don't really send me those numbers as much. They'll kind of like quiet down, like things will quiet down. But once I start getting into like that pattern of doubt again, I get like bombarded and flooded with just like these certain numbers where I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to really focus, you know, on where I'm going and stop letting these like fear-based thoughts, you know, creep in and kind of distract me from what I'm trying to do. Because I feel like this world that we live in right now is so flooded with just like lower vibrations and negativity and everything just wants to keep you trapped in like this fear-based state of being and I'm like not into that shit like I am so not into that I I don't even like really watch the news I don't keep up with politics I don't keep up with any of that shit like I I am aware of what's going on in the world I make myself aware of basically what's going on in the world but I don't let it influence the way I feel because the way I look at things I feel like a lot of things are just kind of there to keep you in like a lower state of being and I refuse to like live my life in that way I refuse to play the game that way I refuse to like be in any sort of lower vibration like that because I'm just I'm not playing I'm not playing things that way I feel like you know a lot of my life has already been in like a lower vibration 
And I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, no, I'm good on all of that. I'm going to be, I'm going to keep, you know, doubling up. I'm trying to like raise up and raise up and raise up until I can't anymore. And I'm just kind of like in a whole state of peace and harmony and feeling like mad good in my life. Like I'm trying to just live a life full of fun and happiness and good. So that's what I'm like working on. <coughs> um, I try, like I said, I just try to stay away from all that negativity and, um, I don't remember where I was going with that, guys. I got on, like, a whole tangent, I feel like. Um, but basically, because I was going to lead that into, like, what I meant by um, listening to your intuition versus, like, fear-based thoughts. So, wherever I was going with that little, like, tidbit, basically, I'm trying to talk to you guys about how a lot of the time, like, our minds will feed us these thoughts, and it's really, once you come into your awakening, and you come into, like, living in your truth, and being in this reality that you, like, want to make up for yourself, where it's, like, basically, like, a whole, like, clean slate, you can kind of, like, bring in whatever you want to bring in, you will start being open to receiving, you know, messages from your intuition, and you'll still receive, like, your normal, hectic, overloading thoughts at the same time. So, Basically, like, anything that comes to you, any sort of thought that comes to you that, like, invokes a feeling of anxiety or stress or makes you feel tense or fills you with, like, a sense of worry or you feel like you need to hurry up and do that and get that done really quick or makes you feel pressured, that's always going to be something that comes from ego. That is not your soul speaking to you. That is not your intuition. That is literally your mind you know, trying to control a situation that you have no control over, okay? Where an intuitive thought or an intuitive spark or something that comes to you in that so in that sense will always just kind of like randomly come to you. Like you won't even be thinking of anything dealing with that thought at all, but the thought will just randomly come to you and it just comes to you out of place of like, out of a place of peace. Like you're going to feel at peace with that thought. You're It's just going to randomly come to you and be like, yeah, you know, I could totally do that. You know, that feels good. Like, that whole thing feels really good. It's just going to be like an like an inspired type of thought, I guess. An inspired type of thought. Something that just kind of drops into your mind out of seemingly nowhere that brings you a sense of peace and you're like, yeah, that would be really good for me. I think I need to go do that. That is intuition, okay? That is inner guidance that's trying to, like, nudge you and push you towards somewhere that's much better for you where you're like, you just intuitively feel that yes, that's a yes. That doesn't give me worry, that doesn't give me stress, that doesn't make me feel anything negative. That's just something that feels like I can have and I can do and yes, that feels like a massive yes. Where fear-based thoughts, you know, ego-based thoughts will come in, sometimes even disguised as like an intuitive feeling, but it will immediately, after you get like the thought or the feeling or whatever, you will immediately be bombarded with like stress or like feeling like a need to like hurry up and take action on that because you're running out of time or, you know, things of that sort. That's the best way to kind of figure out what's your soul speaking to you and what is your like mind speaking to you. Um, your mind is always going to get in the way, but it's on you to kind of... <clears throat> Be present with those thoughts rather than just letting them like, you know, fill your mind, look at them, be present with them, observe them and see them for what they really are. 
which a lot of the time they are not truths. Like the things that pop up in your mind, especially fear-based thoughts and worries, they are not truths. They are basically your mind stepping in to try to protect you from something, you know, from something that has maybe happened before. Like maybe there's a past experience that you've experienced that has like turned you off or made you fearful of a certain thing. And intuitively you feel like you want that certain thing. You want that certain thing to be in your life because you know that it's like something that would be very, very good and maybe healing for you. But your mind steps in and it starts filling you with like a fear-based thought or a fear-based feeling because it's using a past situation as an example to kind of protect you because your ego is like con is designed honestly to just protect you and it's constantly stepping in trying to like dissuade you from you know making big changes or like going after things that you want due to just like fear-based thoughts or you know preconditioned ways of being where it's your job to kind of like recognize that, observe that, and break free from that, okay? And that is not easy. That's like the hardest part of going through an awakening basically is like breaking away from your fear-based thoughts, breaking away from your toxic patterns, and stepping into a very unknown way of being, but a way of being that feels more true to like who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. Um... <clears throat> So I hope that, I hope all of this honestly has made sense. <laughs> um, maybe it hasn't, but um, I just kind of want to touch base on all these little things. I think this is probably going to be the last episode I have dealing with like numbers and numerology type of things. I think um, I'm going to start a new season here maybe next month um, in June, which is honestly only like a couple days away. It's not even like a month away, but <laughs> I think I might start a new episode or a new season here in June talking about human design because um, that's something I want to tap into and I just I love human design it is so interesting there's so much to learn about it and basically human design just talks about your energy type and how you operate like how your body this body that we live in is like designed to get you through you know your lessons in this part of your life it's it's very interesting. There's four different energy types. Um, I'm going to help you guys figure out how to find your chart. And um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. But um, if you guys have questions about angel numbers or if you've been like seeing certain numbers, don't you know hesitate to reach out and let me know. Um, <clears throat> those Like I said, those numbers that you might see on like a daily basis or frequently, um, they don't always have to be, you know, like a repeating number. Like an angel number isn't always like, you know, a 222 or an 1111 or, you know, an 888. Like it's not always stuff like that. Like sometimes, like for me, like I said, the numbers I've been like getting like repeatedly for like honestly a long time are like always like a 42 and I get a 52 and they are like everywhere. <coughs> and those both have very similar messages to them. And I only ever get them when I start getting in like a, you know, doubt riddled sort of way of thinking um but you guys might have like some synchronicities that you're seeing every day or certain numbers that you're seeing every day that you're kind of like hmm like this is sparking my attention like why am I seeing this every day like every hour like what is this and if you guys want help like I said I can totally I can help you with that I will totally help you um gain meanings on that or maybe what your guys are trying to uh communicate with you about um, and it's not always stuff like that too. I want to talk to you guys about this quick too, before I forget, because this was something I wanted to uh, discuss too. But if you're like coming into your awakening and you're really starting to like want to 
say you like are just fresh and you're like coming into this and you really want to test it out and like communicate with your guides and see how fast they like you know respond back to you this is like a fun exercise that you can do um i did this a lot last year um but you can ask your guides you can sit there and ask your guides like you can just talk out loud to them they are always around you they always hear you feel you you know they're with you um like me personally like just the way i'm kind of designed like i can feel them around me i can feel their presence like sometimes i can feel them like touching my face like i can i know when they're like really really listening and um you guys might experience something like that too, especially if you get really tuned in and you just kind of like feel it out. But you can always ask your guides for like specific signs, whether that be like a number or like an actual sign or just, you know, an image, like whatever you want to ask for them, just ask them to show it to you. Like, um, just an example, like last year, <clears throat> a lot of the time, and this has to do with my like my twin, my divine counterpart, my person. Um, if you guys, I had done an episode two on soulmates. Um, I had done a soulmate episode and, um, I talk a lot about him in that episode. So if you guys want to listen to that, that's like who I'm referring to right now. But when I first started like realizing what the connection was with that person and I started really, um, getting very, very close with my guides and getting deeper within my spirituality, um, I started asking them for specific signs at times, like regarding him, um, just to kind of see like what the outcome was going to be. So I would ask for like a specific, like, you know, if the, if this is going to be an outcome, you know, if this is it, or if this is it, like, please show me this sign. So there'd be like two different things. I'd be like, you know, if this is what things are meant to be, you know, show me this sign. Or if this is what things are meant to be, please show me this sign. And they would show me like, seriously, after I had asked for that, it was like, non-stop repeat they would even use my friends my friends would come to my house and their pants like they would come in like wearing pants and their pants would be like covered like decked out in like this certain like symbol that I asked for and it was like something really like weird it was like I chose like the most random thing something I had never seen before too I was like because I just really wanted to test it out I was like you know what like just show me a sign of this and it's something I'd never you know you would never just see and then I just started seeing it continuously all the time around me and it was like the most like crazy thing. And I, I could tell that I just knew when things were a sign. <clears throat> um, but you can, like I said, you can easily do things like that. Like if there's like, if you want like a quick little answer, or you just want to like have an insight or you just like want to ask them for guidance, you know, like say maybe you're like stuck on a career choice. You're like, you know, Hey, you know, spirit, can you show me a sign if I should go for this? Or can you show me a sign if I should go for this? Like, and pick something like really stupid. Like maybe you'd be like, you know, spirit, show me, you know, roses, show me images of roses or whatever, if this is the outcome I'm supposed to have, or show me images of rabbits, you know, just something that's not something you see on the daily basis that when you do see it and you're going to see it a lot, you're going to realize that it literally, you are communicating with the universe and they're communicating back to you. Okay. They're giving you like straight up answers like that you want to know to questions and things. And it's right there at your disposal. So that's something you can do to like test, you know, your relationship with your guides too. Um, always show gratitude too. That's like a, a really important thing I think to get tapped into when you're starting to come into your awakening and when you're stepping into your truth and you're stepping into, you know, a more spiritual side of things <clears throat> and you're connecting with your guides. Like always show them gratitude for all that they're doing behind the scenes because there's always so much going on energetically that you can't see. You might be able to feel it, but like you can't really see what's going on in the 3D 
or in this, you know, this third dimension type of world, like, <clears throat> that we're living in. You can't really see a lot that takes place here until it finally reaches this, like, dimension coming from, like, the higher dimension. So you might feel, like, energetic things before they come through, but, um, you know, it is real. Your guides are real. Like, all this stuff around you is genuinely real. And if you show gratitude for all that's coming through, then even more comes through. And it's just a, a cycle, a continued cycle of just, like, you know, feeling gratitude and more blessings coming through and showing gratitude and more blessings coming through. So, um, that was today's episode. I hope that, um, some of this made sense to you guys and you could kind of get a better idea of what it's like to live a life that's truly authentic to you. Um, so that you can stop, you know, repeating patterns of like hurting others and in return hurting yourself and you can start stepping into, just a much higher and healthier way of living and being <clears throat> that feels just more authentic and true to you because honestly the happier you are and the more at peace you are and the more full of like harmony <laughs> and balance you know you are the better your life is going to be and you really can't live the life of your dreams if you're not living from a space of authenticity if you're continuously wearing a mask or suppressing you know feelings or suppressing your true desires so that you can like be this I don't even know stronghold for everyone else it's eventually going to come and bite you in the ass and it's gonna you're gonna be forced to make the decisions that you've been afraid to make the whole time in probably a more uncomfortable way because we all have to basically learn this lesson of stepping into like our true selves and um, you know taking charge of our own lives and where we want to go but I'm going to leave the episode here. Um, I don't think I have anything else really to add. Like I said, if you guys have questions about angel numbers or you want me to go into depth about them a little bit more, let me know and I'll do maybe one more episode on <clears throat> things like that. Um, but I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope you had a great Memorial Day. Um, the weather was beautiful, at least for me. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say. I love you guys. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back with more talk here soon. Okay, bye guys.